Hey, Brian. Hey, Chase. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're talking with Brian McConnell here with Northwest PA Truck and Tractor Pullers Association. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got into the sport of pulling? I'm Brian McConnell. I, I got elected in as president a few years ago. <clears throat> I started pulling when I was nine years old at a farm all Super H in Lawrence County Fairgrounds. And it's evolved from there. Now I currently pull a hot farm tractor all over Western PA and Eastern Ohio. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about um, Northwest PA Truck and Tractor Pullers Association, what you guys do, um, where you guys have your events at? We're at Fort Hire at any of the local fairs. Again, in Western PA, Eastern Ohio, we've done events in both areas um just depends on your budget and what classes you like for your area is what we try to accommodate you with yeah and you have a wide variety of classes what are some of the classes that you're running now what was that what are some of the classes that you're running now the classes uh we have the the tough farm classes, which it seems like the light ones have really taken off. The heavy ones are, there's a few of them around. Uh, we'll continue to have the classes. Hopefully uh, some people will build for them. Um, the light class though is, it seems to really taken off the 7,000 and the 8,000 tough farm. Uh, and then the next, we have the V8 antique class our rules are the same as like the Eastern Ohio V8 antique rules. Uh, on a good night, there'll be, you know, 25 of them. Yeah, we got single engine modified tractors. Those tractors are uh, just single engine modified, uh, modified tractor, 30.5s. It's a pretty interesting class too. They're kind of, they've been around as long as Northwest has been around. They, they were, you know, way back in the beginning. And then we have yeah. the uh, the hot farm tractors, which are several different variations of the hot farm rules that we kind of make it so that everybody can pull with our organization. And it seems like everybody around our area all recognizes how we do it. And yeah. it's been very successful class too. Yeah, so I know you touched on the V8 antiques. That seems to be a crowd favorite class there. Um, when did that all get started? And um, I know you said you usually have about 25 on a good night. Uh, there seems to be a lot of great running tractors. Can you uh, tell us a little bit more about that VA antique class? Yeah, I don't really know the beginning of that class. Uh, that was before, before my time and it wasn't anything in my wheelhouse. Yeah. So I, I honestly can't answer that question. Yeah. So I know you guys are running quite a quite a few truck classes, a lot of diesel classes, and also the pro stocks. Mm -hmm. um, so can you tell us a little bit about some of the truck classes that you guys are running? Um, yeah, the eighty two hundred. It's uh, what what do we call that? Eighty two hundred open D street diesel. Yeah. Um. It's like just a hot street class. 
And we have the 2526 class, which really came about this year. Um, there were a ton of them in our area. They came to us wanting to pull, and we were more than happy to accommodate them. And we've had a lot of trucks at each hook. So I'm very happy with that class. And then we have the 3.0 diesel trucks. And it just depends on the night on the turnout of that. It's pretty much uh, the 2526 and 3.0, it's pretty much the same rules in the, you know, our whole area out in here. Yeah. And then uh, street, pure street, it's just, it's basically pure street. They've worked very hard at trying to keep it pretty fair for everybody in that class. And then we have the performance street gas class. And those guys have worked real hard too at trying to keep their class together and, and not change the rules so much the last few years. And it seems like that's really helped them grow that class. Uh, now the pro stock four by four gas, that's something new to us this year. Um, we were running a little bit of a different set of rules. We weren't getting the turnout we were looking for. Um, we moved to this pro street rules and it seems like that's really worked out well for us. And, uh, you know, with the turnout and the, the trucks and whatnot, Rob Gill, he, he's, yeah. he's pushed a lot in that class and, uh, you know, really tried to talk to people and try to get them to come pull with us. So, yeah. And I believe, is that the class that Vic Shine runs in? Yes. Yes. Vic, Vic fit our old rules and then he had to make a few minor adjustments and he, you know, he can currently pull with the current rules also. So he's, he's another tough competitor in that class. Yeah. So what are some big pulls that you guys do throughout the year? And I know this year was a little bit different with the whole COVID-19 stuff, but on a regular year, what are some of the big pulls? That you guys uh, some of the doing? ones that we, we have done in the past, uh, Ashtabula County Fairgrounds in August. That's used to always be a big one of ours. Um, the last couple of years, we've had Lawrence County Fair on the books. Unfortunately, this year, we didn't get to do them. Uh, Mercer Raceway was probably our biggest one for this year. Um, but, you know, this year is not a normal year. But a lot of our, our yeah. small fairs, though, like, you know, transfer, Jefferson Township is a great pool. All those small, Waterford, they're not Watsburg, Waterford, Spartansburg, they all have, you know, we all have very good turnout. Jamestown is another one that very good turnout. But for some reason, we always get a ton of semis at Jamestown. Uh, yeah. And I'm trying to think, I, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm, I don't want to miss anybody in Benango. Benango, we had two at Benango this year. One was the uh, yeah, the benefit pool for uh, Sean Matson's. You remember what they call that, Chase? Uh, um, the pay it forward. The uh, pay it forward. Yes, yes, yep. Yeah, great turnout there. Yeah, that's a very great thing. Um, yeah. That's some of the stuff we do, Don. We started this Destination 300 track, too, and um, literally it was just a guy in the club and his family farm and they had a well pad with no well on it. And I thought, well, well let's, let's dig down and see if there's any clay. So we dozed it off and actually turned out to be a great track. And the facility is really nice as far as for the pit area. You, your, your tires don't hit the – 
dirt until you're ready to pull. And when you're done, you're back on limestone. Yeah. So, it, so I know you said about, um, you know, you want to know a little bit about the history about Clark's Mills. But um, so you had you've had two poles there so far, right? The first one was a uh, test and tune, like a, just a test hook. Then I know the last event was a pretty big event. Yeah, it was a two day event. Um, had a very good turnout. I think we had something like 28 the pro stock trucks. Uh, we pulled limited pro super farm there, which typically isn't one of our classes. Uh, we had a lot of people in the area though that wanted to pull that class. So they come up and, and got the purse money for that class. And we pulled them. We had a lot of guys from out of state come. Uh, it was, you know, nice hook. We worked, yeah. we worked, we pulled, oh, what did we pull? 7 p.m. Saturday night or Friday night until 2.45 in the morning. And the next night was, we had over 100 hooks each night and had a very good turnout. And it, it really helped the club out because financially, uh, because of this year, you know, it still got insurance to pay and, and maintenance and licensing fees. And, you know, it we, we had to do a little bit of something just to, get some income yeah so i know um we're having one more right at destination 300 october 10th yeah tell us a little bit about that event that's coming up that event um being it's a well pad we we don't have power so we, we are going to start at noon at this one and it's just a one day show on the 10th um we're going to have a 2526 diesel pickups the v8 antique tractors Pro stock four by four performance street guys wanted to pull and they decided to do like a jackpot deal for them with themselves, which was great. And then we did a combo class. We tried it at the first pull and it worked pretty well with the hot farm single engine mods and the three O diesels and anything below that can also come pull if they'd like. The reason we did that is because we didn't really want to leave anybody, especially in the organization. We didn't want to leave them out and not have anywhere to pull. So I know I've got some questions about people have asked me, why not this class? Why not that class? But we did it this way. So that everybody, it might not be your class, but you can jump up and pull when everybody gets a chance at it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, there's a lot of classes that you could have if you wanted to, but you know, just a one day event, it's hard to, fit them all in you know yeah so I, I think we'll have a pretty good turnout it's kind of the last last one of the year so it's definitely been that's a, gonna a different be the last year one. so yeah and that's going to be the last one for northwest correct that's the last one we have scheduled right now yeah yeah okay. it'll be the last one unless somebody comes up with the last minute with something why I, I don't see us doing anything else so yeah now, we were at Mercer there September 12th, and that was a really good turnout with a lot of great running vehicles. We had the Performance Street, the Open Diesels, the Hot Farm, uh, quite a few diesel classes there, the Pro Stock, and the Pure Street Semi-Trucks. Now, um, can you tell us a little bit about that event and how you think that one went? Um, just a little I bit about I, that Mercer. I think that went very well. We had a nice turnout for every class. Uh, there was There wasn't any classes really that were short, you know, they all had plenty of vehicles in them. The semi class, there was a lot of semis showed up. 
Yeah, Mike Adams so, with his Kenworth, he 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 ended up getting a first, and then Mike Holder, he has a beautiful international truck. Cummins powered it. He was there. He ended up in second place. But just uh, I think there was there was four, 15, 15 different Superior Street semi trucks, and that's another class we work real hard at uh, trying to keep the trucks tamed down so that it's a little you know fair for everyone. Yeah. Now, do you run uh, hot hot semis or just the pure street, or how does we, your we just run uh, we just run the pure street semis because uh, our sled's a class seven sled, and not that it couldn't do it, but there's times you get on the right track and the right surface that we kind of have a hard time stopping them, and we that's not really fair for anybody if you got to do anything else, you know, other than let the sled do what it's supposed to do. So we mm -hmm. just kind of shy away from them because. We have a hard time with the bigger ones. So then yeah. we get enough turnout and enough class options where we're at that I don't think that that will probably change in the near future. Yeah. So now I don't want to jump around or anything, but I know with the destination 300, what is um, the future of that pulling track look like? What, what are some things that you guys are planning on doing? Um, um, in the future there, they're going to put some money in the facility, uh, before we go any further, as far as putting lights or any more guardrail in, we want to widen the track just a little bit more. So if we ever wanted to go to two tracks, we have the capability of doing it instead of building around one and then trying to move it, which I've seen so many people do. So we're going to do that. And uh, I like to get some type of a lighting in there probably poles and maybe run off a generator or something for next year. And we've already got some bleachers lined up and uh, local FFA there. They have agreed that they would use them as shop projects and go over them and, you know, do whatever welding and painting and the new wood and stuff for them. Um, whenever that's for sure, I, you know, I will definitely give a big thanks to them whenever they get that all cleared through the school and whatnot. So, but yeah, it's yeah. it's up and coming, and hopefully we can have more events there in the future. Yeah, so that's definitely not going to be the last pool at Clark's Mills. That's definitely a great facility. Um, yeah, this this last weekend yeah, so we rented it to, uh, or we didn't rent it, but Mills has let them use the facility for the antique pool for the Mercer County Antique Association, and they rented our sled, and we gave more equipment to use, and uh, I think they had a hundred over 120 hooks of antiques. They started around 11. I think they were done around seven o'clock. They had quite a few hooks. So everybody seemed very happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know, um, I know with the, the destination 300, um, the last poll we had there, the two day, Will, will um, the upcoming events, will they be two-day events or will they be one-day events? Or is that something that's kind of still up? It's just there? something we're going to have to look at. Um, on a normal year, if we if we get back to normal next year, it's very hard for us from, from the middle of July through August and into September. We're, we're pretty much booked every weekend with uh, around Mercer, Lawrence, Crawford, Benango County, um, just every weekend something so that 
it's a real busy season for us. But I'm sure we'll probably try and do something sometime in, in June. And whether we do something in the midsummer or not will just depend on how the schedule falls with all the other local fairs and and go from there. So and I'm sure we'll do another fall one too. Yeah. So do um how far do your events go into the fall usually? This is the latest event that we've done since I've been involved. Uh, I think they've done later events, but I, I wasn't involved with them then. Usually Mercer Raceway okay. and uh, Waterford and Jamestown and Spartansburg, they're all in the same week, and that's like our last week. We, we hit them from like Monday all the way clear through the next Sunday. It's just about every night we have a pool that week and uh yeah that's usually our last go around you know of, of pulling yeah on a normal year um so i know you you're kind of a tractor guy so you want to talk a little bit about the tractors um with northwest and what your favorite classes are um i know i know you probably shouldn't be picking favorites but um i know like i know you're a tractor guy so you want to talk a little bit about the tractors there uh yeah i the single engine mod class is, it didn't used to be one of my favorite, but I've, I've really grown to like that class. It's yeah. just a, it's just a good class. Great group of guys to work with. They all work together. They all get along great. Uh, and not to toot my own horn a little bit, but the, the hot farm class, you know, they always have a great turnout and the same, same there. They all get along great. Um, it, it's interesting in hot farm to have all the different, turbo and cubes and intercooler no intercooler and all the different combination and rules we have is the you're, you're just not sure who's going to win what night which combination you know as far as the the engine setup wise so it, it makes it interesting mm -hmm. and and fun you know yeah now i know is that harness that have the twin engine modified yes they have a, a one twin and then they have one with a blower that's not in our rules. They have to run a single naturally aspirated with us, but they can go yeah. out. We call it out East, but I'm, I'm sure it's interstate or one of them. You'd have to ask them for sure. Um, what organization they pull with, but I know out there that they're allowed to pull those, those two combinations together in the same class. And they like to go play elsewhere, which is great. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's fun to always be able to go somewhere else and see how you stand up with other people in the, in the country. So, yeah. And I think that's what's nice about you guys' rules. Cause you can kind of go, you can pull with other groups um, and other pulling organizations and that, that helps out the pullers. You know, they're able to travel a little bit. They're not just stuck to one organization. That's why I really like you guys. Yeah. Well, Northwest is, you know, we're, we're puller own puller run. It's all our membership run you know uh everybody everybody gets a vote and has an opinion and we all try to work together as best we can and and make it happen so yeah so where can people find more information on northwest at uh nwpa pullers is our website and then uh, northwest pa truck and tractor pullers on facebook would be the, the best two to to look at uh, we tend to favor the Facebook page a little more just because some of us understand Facebook better than the website. 
I'm, I'm not a website guy. We, you know, we got a couple other people that kind of handle that and we are volunteers. So it's, it's hard to always keep up on some of that stuff too. So. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Um, anything you want to include there? Uh, no, just a shout out to all the help we have at the pools and everybody, all the fans that show up and, you know, support yeah. us. So, yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing you guys there in the 2021 season. Um, and this is Brian McConnell from Northwest PA Truck and Tractor Pullers Association. Thanks for coming on, Brian. Yep. No problem, Chase. Yep. We'll talk to you later. Uh-huh. Thank you. Bye. Bye.